Episode 5 of the Gridiron Guys Podcast. I am your boy, Sean Pesos. And it's your boy, Russ Digi. How you doing today, my good brother? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good, man. Can't complain. That's good, man. That's good to hear. Man, it's almost that time, bro. Yeah, it's getting close. You can tell by the way they're playing in the preseason. It's almost that. No, it's even closer for us, specifically. Couple more days. Oh, you talking about the Kane? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah, that's it. That's super close. <laughs> more days. I'm ready. Prime time, baby. Yeah, that's going to be live. Hope we don't get embarrassed on national TV, man. Because I've been nah, talking. we got to come with it. Yeah, we do. I've been talking way too much trash for us to get embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, Florida's ranked pretty hot at uh, number eight, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's going to be one of those show-improved joints, but hopefully we can pull this off and then get up in that top 25. Listen, if we can do how we did Notre Dame, I'd be good to go. Oh, for sure. But you know, Notre Dame's a different a different animal. From, that, is, that, is true. that is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, it's going to be a long one today, so let's let's get into it. Where do you want to start? Right. Um, I'm good. We're talking about the, you know, we can hit up the Cowboys and see what's going on. <laughs> so a lot going on. Uh-huh. So a lot going on. <laughs> For y'all that don't know or haven't heard yet, the Cowboys have signed linebacker Jalen Smith to a five-year, $64 million deal with 35 of that 64 guaranteed. Mm-hmm. On top of them not, you know, extending Zeke or Dakota or Omari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Now, I respect Jalen Smith for getting the extension. He deserved it because he was balling. Definitely. But Zeke should have got that bread first. <laughs> That's just my opinion. I don't know how my co-host feels about that. Yeah, I mean, the main thing is, I feel like Zeke should get his money, but I think they're trying to teach Zeke a lesson. You know, I think the manner in which he's trying to go get his contract Mm-hmm. Just feels a little bit disrespectful to Jerry Jones, considering he um, he's had all these different off the field issues. I won't even call them mm-hmm. like trouble, you know. But I think that's that's the game he's playing with him. True, and it's a different game that he's playing with each person that needs to get paid, right? Mm-hmm. So that it's a different type of game, you know. Is it? Are you worth the money that you're asking? And then Amari Cooper. It's simple. You just haven't been here long enough. But we're going to take care of all of y'all. Well, as far as uh, Zeke and Jerry Jones are concerned, Jerry Jones said, and I quote, I've earned the right to joke with Zeke after he made the Zeke who comment. Mm-hmm. That had me feeling some kind of way. Because if I'm Zeke, I'm looking at my numbers. I've made two Pro Bowls. I've led the Cowboys to two NFC East titles. But before I got there, the Cowboys were like the laughing stock of the league outside of Cowboys fans. And I led the league in rushing two years straight. Only year I didn't mm-hmm. lead the league in rushing was the year I uh, got suspended six games. So if you're talking about Zeke who, you know my name. You know what I do. I make your team go. Without <laughs> me, we have nothing. That's no disrespect to Dakota. <laughs> that's how that's how I would feel if I was Zeke. 
And it's kind of like the Jay-Z line. Uh, how'd it go? The, I heard motherfuckers saying they made Hove. Made Hove say, okay, so make another Hove? So you gonna make another Zeke? Because I don't think you can. Yeah, I mean, it's... <clears throat> I don't know, man. It, I, the whole thing, I feel like it kind of got blown out of proportion media-wise when he made the joke. Like, when I saw the video, mm-hmm. to me, it just looked like, you know, he was making a quick joke for the people in the area. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're talking about a person's money, nothing comes off as funny to them. Right. You know? So at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you say Zeke who that's all funny. If I was getting paid, it'd be a different story. So right. I could see it from both angles. If I was trash, you know, we, then we, yeah, Zeke who, but Zeke is one of the top backs in the league. Yeah, but see, he didn't, he didn't really say it in a serious way. Like there was a long pause when he mm-hmm. was talking about Pollard, right? Mm-hmm. And then Jerry was like, who? And then the guy was like, huh? And then he was like, Zeke who? Like, it was almost like it was an old man joke that just didn't land right. Oh, okay. You know, and then he kind of just waved his hand like, I'm just playing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, I don't know, man. If I'm Zeke, it's really not a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm really steadfast and staunch in what I'm doing, I ain't showing up regardless. Whether you making jokes or kissing my ass, if I ain't getting no paper, I ain't coming. Well, he showed up so, and then went back on vacation. So, <laughs> yeah, right that. back to combo. <laughs> Must be nice, man. <laughs> well, they say nice. he trains in Cabo and it's real serious there. So. <laughs> training in Cabo, yeah. I don't believe that. But I mean, hey, to each yeah. his own. Yeah. To each his own. Well, is that drama there? And then it's drama in the Bay. Okay. Your boy AB, all about business. Mm-hmm. Business is booming. It's booming. He did report to uh, camp today, to training camp. Yeah. But see, you know, that's the miscon that's the misconception too, is that he hasn't been like at the facility, but he has. He, has. he just hasn't been allowed to practice. Right. So it's not like he's not conversing with uh Mike Mayock or John Gruden, you right. know, or his teammates for that matter. It's just an NFL rule that's in place right now that's not allowing him to really pl- practice as well. Well, the way the media spins it, if you're not in pads practicing with your teammates, you're not there, which is unfortunate yeah it is unfortunate but it's unrealistic as well and it paints a bad narrative because if the man is there you know I mean I don't know how much people are paying attention to hard knocks but one it's pretty good this year and two it kind of gives you an insight of how things are going Mm -hmm. you can listen to the media all day long but as soon as he steps on the field people are dapping him up everybody's smiling this goes from old linemen like Richie Incognito Devontae is perfect who almost knocked his head off a couple years ago in a playoff game. Mm. You know, everybody all smiles. So they know what A.B. brings to the table. And to me, I think it's no different than when the other wide receivers used to pull, you know, my hamstrings messed up or I can't go right now because I'm having a foot issue. They're just preserving him because he's hit that age where he needs to be preserved. How old is A.B. at this point? I believe he's 31. If not, he's 30. Okay, so yeah, he he's starting to hit the backside of his career. Yeah, it's no need to put the <clears throat> put the mileage on him. You know, at, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, he's getting he had the most touchdowns as a receiver last season. 
you know, of course, his yardage and his receptions dropped a little bit because Juju also emerged as a good wide receiver. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, in order to, to to preserve his body so that he can get those kind of numbers, I mean, it's kind of pointless for him to run these reps in camp. You yeah. know, unless in you my just, opinion, unless you just want to learn the playbook like that. But I'm pretty sure the playbook isn't too difficult to learn. It may even. I don't think it's too difficult to learn, but at the same time, even learning the playbook and actually running these routes are two different things. You know what I mean? Because he's practicing routes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Trying to figure out what his connection with Carr is going to be like. I think to A.B., a deep ball is a deep ball. You know, get it to me there. You know, he's a fast receiver, man. You know, he's not playing any games. I remember when Big Ben would get hurt and they would come in with the backup. A.B. was still getting numbers. So probably from his perspective, he's not looking at it like I need the quarterback, you know. Yeah, but with the quarterback and the receiver, you still need the the timing, though. You do with some, but not all. DeAndre Hopkins had like four quarterbacks one year. Still got over 1,000. Julio Jones is catching anything you put in that radius. Unless you're just a trash-ass quarterback, <laughs> you know, you're gonna be able to work with some receivers. It's a little bit different once you start talking about those mid level receivers or the people that are all world. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In my opinion. Stefan yeah. Diggs of the world. He's not there yet, but he's on his way. Yeah, he well see Stefan Diggs issue is more injury related than it is a talent thing, in my yeah. opinion. I mean the dude has <laughs> hands, he's an excellent route runner. But, I mean, it's just his availability that kind of tricks him up. But, I mean, you never know because you look at Amari Cooper, his first couple of years there, you know, yeah, everything was, was working. And then all of a sudden it just it just dropped off. So you never know, man. You never Question, know. where do you put Larry Fitzgerald in the wide receiver rankings? Uh, Not all time, really like right now. I don't really like to rank Larry as a right-now receiver because it's kind of unfair, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he hasn't had the quarterback play <clears throat> to justify, you know, ranking him high. Mm-hmm. But ever since I've seen, of course, in my division, he's nasty, right? Mm-hmm. Like, anytime he plays for us, plays against us, he scores a touchdown somehow, some way, regardless of who the quarterback is. Mm-hmm. But he's a big game guy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And a lot of people just aren't big game people. Even in that Super Bowl that he lost to Pittsburgh, he was balling. You know, he was balling, right. You know what I mean? And he's still, he's still that way. So, you know, to me, I feel like he's a future Hall of Famer. And he gets that, that kind of like that, that veteran legend pass. You know what I mean? I feel he's and, the first ballot. Yeah, for sure. If he's not, people tripping. Like, I don't see what the issue is. Well, you know? You'd be surprised. Well, then again, he was a quote-unquote good guy, so he probably will be first right. ballot, unlike a T.O. Right. who got a bad rep. I mean, you know how that goes, man. They didn't want to see T.O. win anyway. Right. But A.B. is about to be the next T.O., though. Yeah, I saw that somewhere on the internet. That he was... Nah, it's unfortunate. You can see it. Mm. As soon as the league is done with him, they'll be done with him, and I believe he'll still have something in the tank, and they'll just be done with him. I hope you not. Know? I really hope not. I hope that, not, That'll be a waste. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like somebody can use that talent somewhere. For sure. But some people just look at a headache that's not really a headache. Right. All like about people perception. make it seem like the 
Yeah, a lot of people think the Raiders are having issues right now. They're not, man. If you watched them play Arizona last week, mm-hmm. I know it was a preseason game, but they came out smoking them so hard. They did. It was like 26 to nothing. You know what I mean? Defense was quicking. They got Glennon throwing the deep ball. Peterman can't really throw the deep ball like that. That's what makes me think Glennon's going to win the job. But you can clearly see that John Gruden's focus offensively is to push that ball down the field. He's always been You know, like they that. look really good. And I feel like they're going to be one of those teams that really turns it around. It's mm. just unfortunate that they're in the division that they're in where you can't make those, you know, super projections because they're battling against, you know, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going against, you know, the Broncos that has a man. I was watching that game. Bradley Chubb and Von Miller, they're just going to be a problem. Oh, it's going to be nasty. Anybody. Mm-hmm. For anybody, those boys are getting pressure without any problems, any issues. Um, and then you know, I call Philip Rivers underrated, but it's a ta- overrated. But it's a talented team over there in San Diego, and you're gonna have to play to win those games. Yeah, but you know, regardless of how James. I feel about them, yeah, that's a you know, big they got blow. talent. Yeah, <clears throat> so that's a tough division, and we'll see what the Raiders can do, but. I got them around like that ten and six range for sure. Well, Raider ten is. You want to stick with that prediction? Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure with that man. There's too much talent over there, man. You know what? There's you know what? Talent. I'm 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 gonna write that down, and then we're gonna come back week one and make for our sure. predictions. Okay. But speaking of uh, predictions, mm-hmm. ESPN decided to release a power ranking again. <laughs> ESPN always does something funny when it comes to their power ranking. ESPN just love working my nerves. Just love <laughs> Oh, man. You want to run it down? You want to run down just the top 10 or how you want to how you want to kick it? I think I'll run down the top 16, the top half. They have it. Okay. So, 16 are the Falcons. 15 are the Seahawks. 14 are the Texans. 13 are the Packers. 12 is the Vikings, 11 is the Steelers. The Browns are 10. The Cowboys <laughs> are 9. The Colts mm-hmm. are 8. The Bears mm-hmm. are 7. Chargers are 6. The Eagles are 5. The Rams are 4. The Saints are 3. The Chiefs are 2. And the Brady Bunch, a.k.a. the Patriots, are number 1. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a few qualms with this list. All right. 1. You should know where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. The Browns at 10. <laughs> Not yet. Show and prove. Okay. I respect it. Show and prove. The Packers, I don't know how much mm-hmm. they improve. I, mm-hmm. I feel they should switch spots with us. Okay. The Colts, 8? No. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. All right. Andrew Luck is injured again. Now, what exactly mm-hmm. is his injury? No one knows. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard um, the rumor is it's a calf strain. I heard it's a calf strain. I heard it's a knee injury. I heard it's an ankle mm-hmm. injury. Like, it's some part of his leg Yeah, is injured. Could be all of it. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> it could be all of it, man. It could very well be, for all we know. Mm-hmm. So the reason I have a pro- another reason I have a problem with the Colts is because they're ranked higher, even though Luck is injured. 
They're ranked higher than the Falcons, who have a healthy quarterback, who's better. Mm-hmm. Than the Seahawks, who have a healthy quarterback, who's better. I tend mm-hmm. to believe Deshaun Watson is better than Andrew Luck at this point. Of course, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is better than Andrew Luck, despite what I've said in past episodes. He's still right. better than Andrew Luck, in my opinion, and Big Ben, for that matter. Yeah. So I feel they shouldn't be in top 10, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. And you don't feel like it's anything from an overall team perspective that validates them being looked at so high? I think it's just because they went on that run last year and okay. made the playoffs. And, you know, like you I said agree. before, they're trying to make Andrew Luck that guy ever since he came out of Stanford. I, I definitely agree. Just asking. I was just throwing it out there, but mm-hmm. I agree with you. But if they turn around and have that same success that they had last season, then by all means, they earn that spot. But as of mm-hmm. right now, off of one year, I don't believe it. No, I get it. You know, when they drop these lists, it's so difficult to understand what the mentality is behind it. Because mm-hmm. on one half, the justification is they're projecting who's the most powerful week to week. So mm-hmm. right there, you have to throw that logic out of the window because nobody's really playing any game. When you put Tom Brady in the Patriots, number one, I can respect it, but that seems like you're going off of what happened last season. Or a legacy, for that matter. Yeah, so it's just difficult to really gauge this list. It just seems like it's not like a preseason AP poll for, like, college football or anything like that. Right. When, you know, they're, they're basing it off of the recruiting class and, you know, who did what last year, and it's just a cumulative thing where we're trying to place people here, and you got to show and prove. Mm-hmm. You know, it just seems kind of arbitrary with the power rankings right now, man. So I don't put too much stock in it. You can just see what the narrative is going to be from the respected publication that you see this power ranking come from. Well, so being that it's the ESPN power ranking, we already know who they want to talk about and who they talk about all the time. That's why Carson Wentz is so high. That's why luck is so high. Phillip Rivers. Baker Mayfield. <clears throat> right. They might even jump you know. on the Trubisky train for all we know. Nah, that ain't going to happen. You never know. You <laughs> never know. <laughs> Not going to happen, man. Look, man. Well, we'll see. We'll I've seen, see. I've seen Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, true. I've seen Stranger Things. But let's see. That's very true. How you feel about it? The top 16. I mean, not. You say how I feel about one? The top 16. I mean, I just, like I said, man, it's, it's kind of, I'm kind of indifferent when it comes to, you know, where people are ranked. Um, to me, it just seems like an all media list. Like, who are we going to talk about the most? Mm-hmm. If you were to ask me who I think the best team coming into the NFL season this year would be, mm-hmm. I would probably put more stock into somebody like the Chiefs. You know, I would probably put some stock into the Saints. You know what I mean? But that's just me keeping it basic. That's me looking at their roster, seeing what kind of turnover they had and what expectations I have uh, with them building upon, you know, what they did last year. But there's a lot of turnover and a lot of changes that happened in the league, man. And it's just really hard to gauge who's going to go where, you know? That's a question mark on a lot of people. I got a question mark with the Eagles. I have a question mark with the Browns because their talent is so it's so nice. It's like, how could you live up to that? 
you know, mm-hmm. you got to go like 12 or four better. And if you go 12 and four, you're still going to be in a situation where people are just looking at you like, okay, the Browns are who we thought they were, but they damn near have to win the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? To kind of oh, exceed expectations let a little them bit. win the Super Bowl, boy. <clears throat> well, I mean, you know, I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm oh. just saying matching expectations. But then you have all these other solid teams like that the aren't getting, yeah, they're not getting a lot of buzz, and it's just like you got the Texans, you got the Jags, you got y'all, the Falcons for the people listening. Mm-hmm. You have the Seahawks, you have the Packers. You have a lot of teams out there that are just really solid teams that are that that warrant a little bit of you know respect. You know, mm-hmm. my team is a little different. We're we're trying to turn around something and we had a catastrophic injury to our quarterback so the quarterback play is up in the air but yes. there's just a lot of teams out there that you kind of look at like man they're going to be tough and if the Cowboys don't have Zeke man take them out of the top 10 just straight up I feel <laughs> they shouldn't be in the top I mean yes they did finish 10-6 and six last year but I just don't mm-hmm. for some reason I don't trust the Cowboys well you shouldn't trust the Cowboys the Cowboys haven't been trustworthy since we were small kids. That is, you know what I mean? Like they just you know what I mean there's not anything that you can look at to say, hey, told you the Cowboys would be nice. Even in the season where they were like I think it was twelve and four and they had dead. It, it wasn't like you thought they were gonna win the Super Bowl. It was mm-hmm. a possibility, but it wasn't like they were a front running team. Right. So I never look at the Cowboys as if they're like a front running squad. You know, I just look at their pieces and I view those pieces to be respectable. So, you know, if you play the Cowboys on a Sunday, you know, and you're playing in Dallas or it's not a far uh, commute, like they don't have to travel that far to play Mm y'all. It's a game, you know, you got to get up for But that's about it. It's not, oh, shoot, they coming to the crib. Like, you know what I mean? Even the last time we played them, we smoked them. But that was neither here nor there. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not, they're, they're a smokable squad. They are. <laughs> no disrespect, Cowboys fans. We're just being unbiased here. Man, what disrespect. we see. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. I mean, what, what they gonna do? What they gonna say? We won a championship in ninety five, like all right. Bet. Yeah. And it hadn't been for poor quarterback play. No saying like I, I wouldn't have won that tripping. one, but whatever. Nah. Exactly. That's how I feel about the Eagles. Like, the Eagles, yes, they won a Super Bowl, but that was due to someone else who's now in Jacksonville and that crazy right. stack defense. Right. And that's, the, and that's the crazy part about it. It's like Carson Wentz gets so much credit, and he wasn't even the one that even took him to the Super Bowl. Like, people talk about it like he took him to the Super Bowl. Nah, he put him in position to get in the playoffs. That entire Super Bowl run was Nick Foles' Super Bowl run. It was. The whole run. It was. So, you know. I think the Bears are based top 10 just based on the defense and Tariq Cohen. I mean, the defense is strong, man. You know, I'm I'm not mad at if somebody put the Bears as the top 10 squad early. But, I just again, I just don't see it offensively for them. Marks. Right. Offensively, yeah. I don't see it. Defensively is a lot. But offense-wise, offense mm-hmm. no. I don't see it at all. Well, Even with the Rams, I don't see it. Well, I mean, I guess you're basing it off of thinking the defense can get you a head start because a lot of people are going to be playing sloppy football in September, you know? 
So if you look at their schedule and you say that there's, you know, a favorable schedule in September, maybe they can jump out to a three and one start and then now everything is justified. Right. But you know, we'll see, man. We'll see. It's a lot of question marks up and down this list. For sure. But you know what? I kinda got a sleeper team. I'm kinda feeling what the Jets are doing lately. I mean, it's a, it's a solid squad, man. I mean, if you look at the pieces and you and you really think about it and assess what they have, it's a talented squad that has a youthful quarterback with an arm that just got one of the best running backs in the game. It, it can help a lot. You know, that division isn't the hardest division to play in outside of playing the Patriots. You know, you can beat, you can beat Buffalo. You could beat uh, Miami. You know what I mean? And then you may be able to split one with New England if you catch them slipping. Or oh, you know, like so the end of the season and they don't care. Yeah. You can definitely make some noise if you're the Jets. If I were if I were a Jets fan, I would be hoping for a wild card position, but it's really tough because I feel like two I feel like two teams are gonna come out of the AFC West. And one of those teams being the Raiders, the other team being the division winner, which I would think would be the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So it only really leaves you another spot because you can't expect them to win their division, you know. And that's tough. It's tough to say, you know, because the AFC way. North is probably going to end up with Pittsburgh, and I would think that the Jets would be rivaling with somebody like Baltimore for that second wild card spot. Maybe you know? even the Titans. You never know. Possibly, possibly, but it. <laughs> I don't know, man. The AFC South is such a weird division, and the Jags are one of my sleeper teams. Mm-hmm. So if the Jags were didn't win the division because the, the the Texans won, then yeah, I would I would definitely say that I probably pick the Jags over over the Jets, and I pick the Jags to make it over um, the Ravens. I think they got a a better defense and they got slightly better quarterback play, but it's it's a consistent solid quarterback that you can kind of just manage the game with right. as opposed to like Lamar where they're going to have to do a lot of trick plays and gimmicks and really really run some different stuff. And then maybe not because what I've been hearing out of Baltimore is that he's really showing his pocket presence so it might not have to be a whole lot of trick plays. <laughs> yeah but his game comes with that type of flash you know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm never going to watch Lamar Jackson play football and expect him not to run. Oh no no you I was never I mean? saying that. Yeah, so I'm just saying that those those plays are going to come with, with those type of wrinkles. I mean, I'm expecting his passing to improve, and I'm pulling for him, you know, in and in, in, from that aspect. Like, I don't want to see the kids fail, right. you know, but it's just a different situation, you know what I mean? Nick Foles is more of one of those prototypical quarterbacks where you could be like, look, you got Leonard Fournette, let's dink and dunk this thing because – Calais Campbell and Jalen Ramsey and AJ Boye and the boys, they gonna they gonna handle it. Right. You know. You know. So we'll right. see, man. Yeah, we'll see. I can't wait though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Answer me this. If you're the Colts, what do you do in this situation? Well, I mean, because the because what I've been hearing is Andrew <clears throat> Luck won't might not be uh, available for the season opener. Right. And no one knows his timetable to return. So there's this philosophy that happened in the NFL, and I don't know exactly when, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden it was like 
get a bum ass backup quarterback. Like that was like the whole thing that people wanted to do so that they didn't put pressure on the starter. And when you look at the teams that have a decent backup quarterback, but they're just solidified in who they're going to run as their starter, those are the teams that seem to do well or seem to have a backup plan. If I'm the Colts, I would have had a backup plan for Andrew Luck two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. So what can you do now? Pretty much nothing unless you trade for somebody. You know what I mean? Or get super taboo and go get Colin Kaepernick. You know what I mean? Just to see what you can do. But outside of that, man, well, not we'll, too much. We'll speak about that man later. <laughs> Definitely. Speak about but that yeah, later. I mean, I don't, I don't really see what they can do, to be honest with you. you know, yeah, you're not going to find a quarterback that can play like him. Definitely. But can you really say that, though? Because when has he been available? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying his style. I'm not necessarily okay, yeah, saying yeah, okay. a results-based situation. I'm just saying, you know, your offense is going to look like your offense getting a replacement because you haven't groomed anybody to, to play in that manner. So. And that right there is why I just I campaign for Atlanta to find a decent backup. Mm-hmm. You have to, man. Uh, you groom to. somebody for the future. Yeah. You have to. There's nothing wrong with having a decent backup quarterback. There's not a pro- thing is, you just have to find the person that you view to be, um, that you view to be, like, uh, one guy. of those people that understand their role. Nah, and it's not even about being the guy. It's just about, like, you get who you are as a backup, and you get why you're a backup. Mm-hmm. You know, Nick Foles did a really good job at that, in my opinion. He did because he know, was a full-time I, I feel like he, I mean, but but insofar as just handling himself, like mm-hmm. he didn't make it a quarterback controversy. Right. You know what I mean? The only reason why he became a full-time starter is because Carson Wentz couldn't stay healthy. So he he gave Nick Foles the opportunity to display his talent. And at that point in time, people are like, well, why am I sitting here with Blake Bortles when I could just get Nick Foles? You know what I mean? Right. So I think people just got to start grooming some QBs, man. That's definitely what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm just... New England does it. New England does it. And what they do, they do it the smart way in my opinion. They just cycle them out of there. You know, oh, Tom Brady's not old enough. We didn't had you for three years. We're going to draft somebody else to think it's good. We're going to trade this guy for some other pick. I mean, outside of Garoppolo, <clears throat> who they really groomed like that? I'm just I mean, to think back in their history. Let's, let's, there's two different points, all right? Mm-hmm. If you say who did they groom and who became successful. Well, they really didn't groom anybody, but yeah, who became nobody. successful? Nobody. But who were they able to get? Out of there, mm-hmm. they did it with Ryan Mallett. They did it they with Jimmy G. <laughs> well, they didn't want to give up Jimmy G. That's a little different. Yeah, Matt Castle. Like as soon as Brady has been there, New England has drafted quarterbacks and got him the hell up out of Dodge. But they always kept somebody that they deemed as a competent backup. It's not like you just had this lame duck dude. Like no disrespect, because I don't know Curtis Painter. But like the whole time Peyton Manning was in Indy. It just felt like Painter was just a backup. Well, I ain't yeah, know Painter yeah. was good, bad, or indifferent. Like, yeah. it was like, 
it's just Painter. He's the backup. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But New England, they had this philosophy of drafting a quarterback, you know what I mean, in like the late first round because that's where they would be. Or in the second round, that had some talent. And if he happened to be somebody, then they trade him. And they usually get another pick out of the deal or a couple yeah, of picks. Because they got Brissett out of there fast. Yeah. So. They didn't take any time to get him out of there. So, yeah. Mm, quarterback is a tricky position, man. I mean, it is, man, but they don't develop QBs anymore. So, you know, now it's a real rolling of the dice. But that's because they spent a lot of time in college football trying to run something similar to what they were running the pros. And then the pros did a good job of adapting to successful college QBs and tried to run something similar in the pros to what that particular player did in college. Mm-hmm. You know, Pat Mahomes, they really, you know, he wasn't killing in college, but they gave him one year and that was because he was behind Alex Smith and they were like, get out there. Baker, they brought him right in here, get out there. Deshaun Watson brought him in, get out there. Well, look at you know, the turmoil those uh, franchises were in. They were in turmoil. I mean, yeah, but they didn't give these guys a chance to really learn the system. True. You know, other than Pat, Baker had to just get about there. You mm. know, Sam Donald, same way. And they found some sort of success. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it all shakes out at the end of the day. I'm definitely waiting to see how Josh Allen and Sam Darnold turn out. Because they're mm-hmm. they're going to be the new faces of the NFC, uh, the AFC East once Brady hangs yeah. it up. Maybe. I think somebody's just waiting for Brady to leave and it's going to become competitive as hell. Probably. See a lot of free agents want to come there. Mm, probably. But I've been waiting for Brady to leave for a while now. Like I, After he beat us in the Super Bowl, I thought he was done then. <laughs> but he said, nah, I got another three for you and another ring. Well, you know what that is, man? It's the fact that the rules changed. He can't tackle people anymore. Like, so. Yeah, that was evident the other He's day. He's almost like an all-time QB in the street. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Damn, I ain't right, played all-time QB don't... in the street in a long time. Bro. Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> like, man, don't worry about it. You know, I got my jeans on. I'll just be all-time QB. Just throwing darts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just, you just stand there. <laughs> no pressure. Well, shit, that's kind of like how his offensive line is. <laughs> yeah. So... But you know whose offensive Real. line isn't like that? Who? Your boys, unfortunately. <laughs> not at the moment. <laughs> it's a real big misconception going on with my boys, but I'll take it. Okay. You know, okay. I saw uh, a lot of things. Break it down to me. Okay, so, so I saw a lot of things going on, talking about the 49ers this morning mm-hmm. and Jimmy G, how bad Jimmy G looked. Mm-hmm. And you would have thought we lost the game. You'd have thought we like we. You'd have just thought we got our ass kicked all preseason. Again, let's recap. We beat we beat the Cowboys week one in the preseason, seventeen to nine. Did not allow any touchdowns. We won last night. Uh, was it twenty four to fifteen? And the only touchdown that we allowed was like a third quarter, maybe late third quarter, early fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. scramble by the quarterback, 24-yard scramble when the play broke down. He scored a touchdown. After that, all field goals. Our mm-hmm. running game is fantastic. 
anybody that we've put in, whether it's Tevin Coleman, whether it's Matt Breida or Raheem Mostert, they've just been breaking through, killing people. How did my guy Tev look last night? Oh, Tev looked cool. He looked so good, they got him up out of there. Mm. He had like a 12-yard run, Mm -hmm. smoked him. Okay, let's let's, let's sit down. Still had that speed? Put in Breida. Breida smoked him. Hmm? He still had that speed with him? Oh, yeah. No, he looks good. He looks good. You know. I'm not going to hate him, um, man. I want him to succeed with y'all. As long as it don't come nah, against us. He's definitely going to be okay. You know what I mean? So what happened was I didn't expect this, and I'm sure Jimmy G didn't expect this. Mm-hmm. We practiced against the Broncos this week. Okay. All right, that wasn't the practice where Jimmy G threw five straight interceptions. That was against our team. And then the next day, I believe the Broncos came in and we practiced together all week. Um we had Jimmy G. I read a report that Jimmy G. had carved up their defense in practice. Mm. Um, like, like it might have been Friday. I don't think it was Saturday, but we played, of course, on Monday last night. So he carved them up, right? So Jimmy G. is looking all right, but he's wearing the red jersey. All right. Mm. So now the problem is this: and Jimmy G. goes out there. They're playing Chubb and Von Miller. And they are bringing the house. And I ain't going to lie to you, he was shell-shocked. That man was not trying to plant and step up. And that's not even how he got injured. So when I would see him throw all these errant throws, it was like his feet were never set, you know? So he, he got threw happy six feet passes. in the pocket. Yeah, it was just happy feet in the pocket. I mean, credit to them. They got a good defense. So I'm not about to sit up there and act like that defense was trash. And he was just, just, no. They were bringing pressure. Yeah, they were bringing pressure, but our old line was fine insofar as running the ball and pass protection after that. I think it was just a combination of them blitzing early with their, you know, their real starters mm-hmm. and Jimmy G being a little scared. And for all the talk, I mean, the man was one for six. Like, he only threw six passes. Yeah, he threw a pick. And he almost threw another pick, but it was just six passes. You know what I mean? So you don't know what that would turn into in the course of a of a game, and you don't know how you can settle that man down with a running game and a couple of screen passes, but we didn't run real plays. Man, the way they was getting at Jimmy this morning, I thought he went did way worse than that. Nah. I mean, the man ain't even really play that long. Damn. You know? They had a whole he segment bad. based on Don't him get me man. wrong. I'm not, I'm not sitting up there saying, like, he looks fine. But, I mean, mm. again, if you break it down and don't put a narrative behind it, mm-hmm. the man played week three last year towards ACL, had surgery. This is the first game he played. You know, speaking this of is that, the first game he's playing in that people can come and hit him because we're not hitting him in practice. Right. <laughs> is Carson Wentz playing this week? Speaking of coming back from injury. <clears throat> man, I don't know. I don't. I honestly couldn't tell you. I haven't heard anything, mm-hmm. you know. But I think a lot of people are trying to, you know, play coy right now. Insofar as what they're planning, um, only reason I, I ask that is because if Carson comes out and has the same type of game, will he get mm-hmm. the same reaction that Jimmy G got? Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. That's what I want to see. I mean, if you think about who the darling quarterbacks are of the NFL right now, it's Patrick Mahomes, Carson Wentz, and Andrew Luck in that order. 
Mm-hmm. Everybody else is either established or they have written off as just being Average. a solid QB. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, which is a crazy line. You know what I mean? It's a crazy line to have because it's like these guys that you're talking about, they're not proven to the level of a lot of people. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's a possibility that these QBs that they love and they're praising will never get to a Super Bowl. Matt Ryan's been to a Super Bowl. Russell Wilson's been to two Super Bowls, won a Super Bowl. Cam Newton's been to a Super Bowl. Right. You know what I mean? So it's one of those situations where when you look at it, it's just like, man, you know, there's a narrative that's going on with these QBs and you can see who they're pushing. Oh, well, QBs and narratives. Huh. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that sound like something? It's <laughs> been a lot of narratives yep. pushed this week. Yep. So, uh... Let's, let's, let's put this out here because we're doing something we normally don't do. You know, mm-hmm. my co-host and I decided to bring in the reinforcements of the Everyday Brothers conglomerate. We got mm-hmm. my good brother, Chi, my co-host on Views from the Two, and our good Word. brother, Alan Greer, from the Politic and Wild Black podcast to speak Word. on another San Francisco 49er quarterback, Colin Mm -hmm. Kaepernick. And the deal that Jay-Z did with the NFL, was it earlier this week or sometime last week? I think it was sometime last week. It was late last week. week. Right. And that has sparked a firestorm of controversy. So, this segment we are about to play for y'all, we'll dive right into that. It's, It's a long one. Heed this warning. It is a very long episode. (laughs) But it is very interesting. It's a bunch of takes, questions that you might not agree with. You might agree with. (laughs) You might say, fuck us. We ain't fucking with you. But give it a listen. See how it comes out. Come back next week. Holler at us. That's right. So let's get into it. All right. 